In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. It's the night of Passover, and Jesus, the Holy One of Israel, the Holy God Almighty, in all His divine fullness, is sitting at the table to eat a meal with sinners. But something is different at this meal. For Jesus has eaten other meals with sinners, all to the chagrin of the Pharisees. He has sat down and supped with many people throughout his time on earth. But this night, things are different. This meal is different from the rest. Not only is it a religious and family meal, Jesus changes this meal. Previously, Jesus ate our food ate meals made by man, ate food prepared by people. He ate of the fruit of the earth of which we all eat. But this night, he will provide the meal for the disciples. Even though they have prepared it, he will change the meal, make it a holy meal, a godly meal. This is something he has never shared with the disciples. It is something new. A new covenant in his blood poured out for many. And he's going to share it with sinners. He's going to share it with those who have been thrown out of the Garden of Eden. He's going to share it with those unclean people who have, just like Isaiah, unclean lips. He's going to share it with people ruined and polluted and twisted and corrupted by sin. He's going to share it with Peter, that apostle who had earlier fallen to Jesus' knees and proclaimed, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Luke 5, 8. He's gathered them all together to give them this holy food. A food that could kill sinners. A food that could strike them down. A food that is more than they can handle. For it is something greater than all the Passover meals before. For Jesus gives them his body and blood. He gives them his very self. The holy Jesus, God in the flesh, gives them his holy body and his holy blood but he doesn't give it to them to strike them down. He doesn't give it to them so that they will be destroyed. Even though his holiness has the power to do such and has done such to sinners, Jesus doesn't establish this supper at that moment for such a purpose. No, he establishes it to give sinners something they desperately need. The forgiveness of sins. He wants to establish a new covenant with them, a new testament. He wants to set up his will and bequeath to his disciples his holiness for them. He wants to give sinners what they lack, what they need. He wants them to be holy, to have Holiness, to be made holy.
And how can he do that? Well, by his very word. For his words are spirit and life. John 6, 63. As Jesus said, Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. John 15, 3. You've already been cleansed by Jesus' word. For his word is no mere breath of air, but the very spirit of God who gives life. Jesus' words are full of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is working in and through his words. And so you have what he gives in those words. He gives his disciples his body and blood. He gives them life, for he promises forgiveness of sins. And with their sins forgiven and wiped away, he gives them his holiness. He sanctifies them and he sanctifies you. Jesus gives you his holiness in that meal. The Spirit imparts it to you. The Spirit makes you holy. And he does this by connecting you to his crucifixion. Through that meal, he connects you to the new exodus, the new deliverance of his people, deliverance from the captivity of sin and death. In this meal, he does this because after instituting it, he enacts it. He establishes his will and testament, and then he dies to put it into effect for you. He dies to make it work for you, to make what seems impossible to be the reality of this very meal. Your sin has been answered for. Your sins have been removed. You have been made holy and perfect and good by his very body and blood given and shed for you. He has made you into a temple of His Holy Spirit through His death and resurrection delivered to you. He has united Himself with you by the very power of His Word. He has filled you with His Spirit. He has protected you from evil and the powers of darkness. He has poured into you life, His own divine life. In fact, in giving you his body, he has made you part of his body. He has incorporated you into his church, into his people, united you to himself and to each other in peace, in harmony, in forgiveness. That's what he has said and promised and has done for you. You don't have to believe it, of course. You can refuse to hear it, change it to mean something else, doubt his power, call Jesus a liar, refuse to be united with his church. But, but if you eat and drink under such circumstances, this meal will be like eating glass. It'll tear you apart. It'll be for your harm. Because you're refusing to believe what Jesus has said and promised 
to give to sinners. Because you're clinging to some sin over the purifying word of Christ Jesus. In that case, you will get what you want, but not what you really need. But Jesus doesn't want that for you. He has established his meal, this meal, for your forgiveness and life. He wants sinners to turn to him and live, to believe, to receive his word, to hear his last will and testament and have what he himself gives. He instituted it with all seriousness of a sound mind and body. That night, he was betrayed. And on that very night before his Calvary death, he names you as the heirs of his testament. He gives you his inheritance, namely, his most holy body and blood that he gives by virtue of his words connected to the bread and wine. Here, now, for you to eat and drink. Not to sit and stare at. Not to parade around town or keep around for a rainy day. Here and now. For the forgiveness of all your sins. And with his words, he gives you his spirit who calls you by the gospel, enlightens you with his gifts, sanctifies and keeps you in the true faith, as the small catechism confesses. Yes, sanctifies you. He holies you. And so you are now his holy And all this is his doing. It's all his giving. Through Christ's own testamentary words that do and give what they say in this meal. The Holy Spirit will keep you in the heavenly realms with Jesus both now and and forever. The peace of God which passes understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.